When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. It is the 7th of October and this is the latest update with the Newcastle United takeover. It was recorded at quarter past nine, so if you listen on later in the day, things of course may have changed. We do expect Newcastle United to be signed, sealed and delivered to the Saudi back consortium later today in this episode. I'm joined by Kieran Kai to talk about the latest with the Newcastle United takeover. Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. It is the 7th of October. It's just gone 9.15 and we thought we'll bring you a little update to do with the Newcastle United takeover. Of course, the last 24 hours has been a bit manic, but we do believe we are in the last hours of Mike Ashley's ownership of Newcastle United after what will be nearly 15 years of ownership from Mike Ashley. It's not been fun to say the least, and especially the last few years, Kieran, but we are, we believe, in the last few hours, and, and just what do you think this takeover means for not just Newcastle United as a club, but as a fan base as well? Oh, it's it's seismic, you know. Um, I was there at Molyneux on, on Saturday, and it's the first time in a long while where it reminded you just how the helplessness, the, the apathy, you know, I, the contrast even between Watford and Wolves, the, the week apart, how, you know, even in the warm-up, against Wolves, you know, the fans were, were chanting against the owner, chanting against the manager. There was such a kind of, you know, energy there. And um, at Wolves, it was, it was understandably so flat. And you could see why thousands and thousands of supporters were logging onto a, a cat here, you know, a legal case. Some of them probably on their lunch hour. Um, you know, the most, in theory, the most boring thing probably you could tune into on the internet. And um, there was just desperate for something to cling to, something to to get them through and, and you know, unbeknownst to anyone, um, the prayers got answered um, a lot sooner than they thought. And it, it, I'm still kind of trying to get my head around it all, really. You know, we we always thought if, if something was to happen, no one would know about it, you know, that old cliche. And, and it's, it's, it's really proved to come true. You know, this has been top secret behind the scenes for, for quite a while. And, uh, somehow nothing's leaked out, you know, in contrast to maybe previous incarnations or previous times, it's been really, really tight and um, not a coincidence. I know there are people briefing to the country, but not coincidence. This has emerged after the piracy row was settled. You know, I, I think it's the biggest coincidence of all time if, if people are saying otherwise, because that, that was put that into words alone it is hard because being sports for four and a half years wasn't able to broadcast in, in the biggest market in uh, the middle east so for that to be lifted it just opened the the door and and frustration obviously is you know why couldn't have that been done sooner but it's been done you know politically that was an absolutely huge move it you know the fact that a, a one billion dollar arbitration case going to be settled on the back of this you know this as we know this takeover site it just goes bigger than Newcastle United the the World Trade Organization all these different bodies that 
I certainly wasn't okay with um, suddenly you're, you're learning so much about and I think it's just going to be such relief for fans that it, it, it's finally coming to that end game now. I know we've said that before, but the piracy issue was always lingering so in the background. That's taken care of now. And I know it's board stress, human rights issues here. Uh, there are uncomfortable questions to be asked going forward, but I think for fans, this is just a, a huge day, obviously. With all the bodies involved, I mean, it's believed that, you know, people in the Saudi government high up actually came and said, what do we need to do to sort this out? They were told piracy and they've done that. And then you mentioned the World Trade Organization. It just shows how big this has gone. We know how far the UK government went. It went right to the top. You know, we've seen the emails and everything. The, the sheer size of this is absolutely massive. And then what you've got, you know, the most important thing to us is what it means to Newcastle and its fans. And it means a little bit of hope. It means hopefully, and we, th we think it will do, an ownership that wants to progress, that has a plan to go forward, not just to exist. And you can see by the reaction on Twitter, that's just what everyone cares about. It's, you know, I've written a piece today. It's not about the Mbappé links or the hope of Champions League football down the line. That's going to be lovely. But it is just about giving fans a little bit of hope and something to look forward to. And I think if you look at the, the tickets that have been sold for the Spurs game, yeah. I managed to get mine yesterday, but there weren't many left, I'll tell you that. And then the season <laughs> ticket link went down as well. So it just shows people have been swept along by this. Thankfully, as you say, we, we do believe that this this is this is it, which is, which is brilliant. Um, what are you expecting, let's say, in the first kind of month, six weeks from the new ownership when they do get the keys? Yeah, it's... it's um... I, I, I genuinely believe they, they're going in and, and starting from scratch. I think there are certain things they'll they'll have ideas about and there are certain easy wins. You know, I, I'd expect them to put out a mission statement relatively quickly. That will just set the tone, really, um, because from what I've been told over the years, um, you know, this, this isn't going to be a Man City-style operation, but I don't think Newcastle fans are expecting that, I think. The idea of closing the gap on Leicester, on Everton, on Villa, on West Ham, competing for cups, you know, it'd be huge. If, if they spend 50 million every window, you know, that's that's 50 million more than they've spent in some windows in the, the Ashley year. You know, the idea that they can just go into the ground, like you said there, um, and, you know, potentially not fear the worst. It, it's going to be huge. Um, and I think there are easy wins, as I said, you know, um, Rebuilding relationships with figures in the city, rebuilding relationships with with former players. Um, you know, two names immediately spring to mind. That's Alan Shearer and Kevin Keegan. You know, uh, I've no doubt they'll be more than happy to 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 come back and, and come back to the ground and be be paraded. And and there's there's a lot of almost love to be given back to these figures who've who felt you know detached from their own club as so many fans have. You know, there, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of fans who sadly walked away because they grew so tired of the regime and the idea that they could come back i mean that's absolutely huge um when we think of you look at social media the the difference in 24 hours how you know there's been a lot of bickering a, a, a real kind of fragments of the fan base that we always knew were there but they pop up every time um you know people thinking certain bodies aren't doing enough when they're doing their best um and we're seeing now how something like this it could reunite the fan base and we all know the biggest thing when you capsule united is the fan base and that that for me is probably the most exciting thing that 
you've got the fan base all rowing in the same direction. I know they're going to disagree still on tactics and, <laughs> you know, uh, X and Y, like normal fans should, but the idea that, you know, they, they'll feel like they're uh, connected to their club again, that's, that's amazing, really. Yeah, most certainly. And I mean, I asked yesterday on Twitter what, what people want to see straight away, and you mentioned the easy wins, and it is things just like giving St. James's Park a lick of paint, giving yeah. a bit of a clean, uh, you know, taking the sports direct signs down, plans for the for the for the, the training ground in the future. But it, it's things that can be done relatively quickly. We know redevelopment of the training ground it won't happen overnight, but things like just tidying the stadium a little bit is is things that can be done and will and we'll make a massive difference to Newcastle United fans. And, and so it should, because that stadium's right in the centre of the city. We all know it's the first thing you look for when you come over the bridge and what have you. And it does deserve um, some, uh, some, some, yeah, some love shown to it. Um, the other thing, Kieran, is that a lot of people would like to see the head coach moved on. Uh, reports yesterday that he's well aware that if, if, when this deal goes through, he's likely to be shown the door. That that came from um, from from the Express, and then there's other reports as well that he's aware of his his fate when this deal does get signed off. The names on the on the uh, the, the betting lists are quite something. Alan Shearer's fourteen to one. Rafa Benitez at some bookmakers at ten to one. Um, yeah, maybe he's gone to Everton just a wee bit early. Do you think Steve Bruce will be moved on? I know when we spoke to Mark Douglas yesterday, he said. He he would imagine so. He thinks the director of football is going to come in, and then Steve mm-hmm. will probably moved on. But ironically, he said, had this happened in the summer, yeah. he thinks he would have been given a few months to to prove himself. But I guess yeah. with Newcastle in the position they are, the fan base, you know, the majority of the fan base would like Steve Bruce gone, regardless of this takeover. Is it inevitable that he will be shown the door? Do you think? Yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky one, isn't it? I think he, as as you said, um, had it happened originally. He would have been kept on and, and i do think possibly had they been you know riding high in the table um, i know that was unlikely given everything that went on the summer he, you know he, he wasn't backed uh admittedly he, he knew what he was getting himself into when he took this job but you know to to have gone in with the the same same squad as, as last season wasn't really gonna push for that top 10 immediately sadly um yeah i, I think he, his attitude with this, it's very sensitive, obviously, talking about someone's job when, when this hasn't happened yet, but his attitude's always been what's best for Newcastle is, is best for him. So I think he'd be very, um, what's the word, understanding about it. Um, I think we've seen with takeovers before. I, I, I personally hate this when they, they stick with the same manager from the outright and everyone kind of knows they're going to change it. It's just a matter of, of when you've seen it with Claudio Ranieri, Chelsea, Mark Hughes at Manchester City, you would you would think that this does happen, which you're expecting it to, you know, that a change would be made. It's, it's probably is just a question of time. Um, in terms of the candidates, you know, they, they'll have their own ideas on, on the kind of manager they'd want to bring in. And um, I think it's, as he touched on, the director of football position and, and that position are so important. I think getting a, a chief executive football experience is going to be huge as well. They, these are the positions they kind of have to nail, and you know, will go a long way to setting the tone for the rain. And that's what makes those first six weeks, as he said, so important. Because um, I know they're they're not necessarily going to be going for superstar players, but if you can get a, a heavyweight manager in there, that that will set set the tone and set the right message. And um, you know, it's an appointment they can make. 
outside of a window. I know that's a really obvious point to make, but it's a chance to kind of send out a message uh, without without buying a player. Most certainly. And, and it's thought that, you know, they've got plans and it won't be waiting and waiting for some of these big decisions to be made, especially the director of football. It is believed that, you know, it's they've probably got a name and they've probably sorted it out, you know, when they could have had the keys back in the summer. So you do expect some quick movement because... Obviously, the Spurs game's coming up. It's going to be a boisterous. And then you've got the, the, the January transfer window not, not so far away. And it, it just on that queue. And I mean, it, when you go back to last week and, you know, we got the arbitration date announced the 3rd of January. And instantly, that's all anyone was looking forward to. Not the, the 12 or so games that coming before it. Not the fact the January transfer window opens two days, three days before the arbitration was set to take place. And no one was looking forward to anything else but this court case, which... There was a chance, strong chance they might not win. And yet, a week later, here we are. And, and, you know, everyone's getting ready to crack open the bottles of champagne and head down the big market. It's just an, an unbelievable change of feeling. And, it, that's, yeah, I mean, how would you put it into words? Uh, as I'm still, still trying to, you know, it was only a couple of days ago, you, you've seen a, a clip of Mark Gillespie making a mistake at Harrogate go viral. You know, it's it, it, the, the the change has has been remarkable. We we obviously saw the the trust survey come out, and you know how, how maybe confidence in this actually happening was was naturally flagging a bit because I don't think as there were fans that went into the arbitration here and thinking it's going to happen. You know, I think on the contrary, a lot were were very realistic about it and. Um, We've, we've always been so cautious because we've been in these situations before. But as I said, this this piracy issue was always lingering in the background before taking that out is, is seismic, really. Um, and the people that have been involved in this, you know, your your PS, PSG's president, who's, who's also high up in, in being sports, you know, playing a key, key role politically, you know, there's some absolute heavyweight figures involved in this who have nothing to do with Newcastle United have inadvertently helped it happen and um yeah it's still still struggling for words but like we said we we're always that old cliche of it was it was going to happen without anyone knowing and and it's it's kind of gone that way well certainly i would say we we do expect it happened our colleague lee Wright has just uh, put out a story there which says newcastle united want this today various reports that people have been working throughout the night to get this push through equally uh, Luke Edwards of the Telegraph writes just there, Kieran, that it's likely to go through a day, but only when the Premier League are likely to say that they've had assurances that Saudi Arabia won't be running the club, which is an interesting take on things. And, of course, that was supposedly the, the, the issue, but it looks like it might have been, as, again, one of our colleagues, Mark Douglas, described it yesterday on the podcast, a kind of proxy war to the piracy. Uh, I think that's where we'll, let, we'll finish, Kieran, and obviously we've covered it briefly, but... Just how important, and the answer is probably going to be very, has it been that Saudi Arabia showed not just willingness but actual action on piracy, given the amount of money it's cost being in sports? It's you know, country of 40 million people, so that's a heck of a lot of subscriptions. You know, given the kind of the issues it has caused the Premier League, and you know, we've seen that like you say the World Trade Organization. I mean, that's a it, it was a massive show of um intent that they've, they've gone out and done this, and a massive boost obviously for the takeover and it shows just how important Newcastle United is to I suppose their business plan and you know going forward yeah I mean to put this into perspective I told yesterday uh people had, had literally lost their jobs at being they, they couldn't afford to keep 
certain people on in certain departments because because of this um up until this point you know that that's how real it is you know it was it was costing the company money to that extent and uh yeah it's it's huge you know i i think as i was as i was saying earlier you're going to get certain parties saying separation was the issue but it's 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 linked to the piracy you know if piracy is no longer a problem then separation isn't isn't an issue as as, as simple as an equation as that is um because the premier league are so have such a hardline stance on piracy that the idea of bringing in someone who's who's actively um, not broadcasting one of the most influential broadcast partners who has a history of piracy, who um, you know refuses to settle cases, refuses to you know the Premier League have, have literally taken cases against them in, in court and taken that out of the equation, almost recognizing that. Um, that wrong as it were and, and, and making it right and trying to make it right with you know doing three big things you know Biao Pew being turned off um you know settling the outstanding league in cases including that one billion dollar arbitration and then you know lifting the ban you know that the idea that Saudi Arabia people in Saudi Arabia will now legally be able to watch being sports which they haven't been able to do since 2017 you know it's it's hard when we're we're over here we're used to um, you know, obviously Sky, BT, BBC, it's very accessible, albeit expensive to watch football. Um, it's completely different over there, you know, to watch, to watch Premier League football up until now. Um, you know, people have to do it in other ways, shall we say. So um, it, it's huge. And as I said, the, the fact that within what, half an hour of that news emerging, this was was back on and, and with spades um it's probably it was the the most significant day in the saga since they walked away uh july 2020 so we've had to wait so long for this you think of the hearings the the confidence the the near misses we've had since then it's it's this this really does feel different and, and finally we're we're in the final hours of the ash year yeah, that's where we'll finish. We do expect announcement, hopefully, today. I just want to finish on there because it made us laugh. Mark Evans is given his shopping list and he says to go out and sign Rhys James, John Stones, Verratti, Isco, Marez, Harvey Barnes and Haaland. That is. <laughs> he doesn't ask for much, does he? But uh, I think that's the important... I mean, all in all seriousness, we've we mentioned there, Kieran, it's all about just giving fans that little bit of hope and, you know, making them feel that the club matters to them as much uh, it matters to the owners as much as it is to them and we've seen that on social media no, no doubt when it is announced there'll be people outside the ground um, celebrating and, the, and the, the party on the streets will be unbelievable as well but for the meantime to everybody watching and listening please head over to chroniclelive.co.uk where Kieran and Lee Ryder will take you guys throughout the day with all the breaking news and coverage and please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast